0: What's up, everyone? This is Adam Mades from DNVR, excited to talk to you about American Financing. Everyday bills are high, and everything is still very expensive, which is why, if you own a home, I want you to call our friends at American Financing. Interest rates are lower than they've been in a long time. They're saving their customers, on average, $854 a month by tapping into their home's equity and wiping out high-interest credit card debt. Their salary-based mortgage consultants are in it for you. Their job is to save you money. Call American Financing and tell them DNVR sent you today and you may be able to delay two mortgage payments. That's
1: 303-695-7000, 303-695-7000, or go to AmericanFinancing.net slash DNVR. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform.
0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome into the Denver Sports Podcast. I'm Harrison Wynn. We're presented by Breckenridge Brewery, the official beer of DNVR. Pick up some Broncos Country Pale Ale today. Uh, you can get it wherever they sell Breck Brew. If you don't know where to get Breck Brew, check out their beer locator online. Just type in your zip code. shows you exactly where to get Breckenridge Brewery. Uh, my guest on this week's TDSP is Kristen Peak who covers the NBA draft, college basketball, really all levels of basketball for Yahoo Sports. She's got a ton of insight on the entire college basketball scene, but today we were talking about Cody Williams, the freshman from Colorado who's having a really strong season and who Kristen just mocked number one in her mock draft on Yahoo. So uh, we talked about Cody Williams' freshman season, His backstory, why he ended up at Colorado, and kind of his view in the eyes of NBA scouts and talent evaluators. Kristen knows these prospects. She knows their games, but she also knows their backstories. Like she knows all these people as actual people. Uh, So she really gave some cool insight into who Cody Williams is as as a person, his family. Uh, why he picked Colorado in the first place, and just the type of kid that whoever drafts him is going to get. Uh, So it was a really good conversation, and let's get to that now. My guest on the Denver Sports Podcast this week, Kristen Peake, who covers the NBA draft and all of basketball for Yahoo Sports. Uh, Kristen, thanks so much for coming on.
2: Thanks for having me.
0: Uh, So Cody Williams... I think one of the best players CU's definitely had in the Tad Boyle era. Not not that hot of a take there. But you projected him to go number one on your latest mock draft. And I mean, I feel like you know, you know, the college basketball scene and these guys better than anybody. So want to have you on to, you know, discuss Cody Williams and his season and um what you think of him as an NBA prospect. But first though, Cody Williams is a five star recruit who's not from Colorado. He's from Arizona. He's got a brother, Jalen Williams, who went to college at Santa Clara, who was also from Arizona. My biggest question when this college season started and about Cody Williams was, how did this guy wind up at Colorado? Uh, Because it seems like there could have been a lot of other places that he definitely could have played basketball and that he was maybe even more likely to go. So why, why do you think he is in Boulder and is at university of Colorado.
2: Well, a lot of people don't know this, but Cody and his brother were actually born in Colorado. They were born in Denver. His parents are, uh, both military parents. His mom is a military nurse and they lived in Colorado. They lived in the Denver area until about Cody was three. And then they moved to Arizona. So Mm. they still have family there. And when I asked Cody, the same question, like why Colorado, why? And he's like. I just took my visit and it felt like home and just seeing my brother go through a similar process where he went to santa clara he didn't follow like the the big blue blood name he didn't chase that and he told he told cody the same thing you need to go where it feels like home where you're going to be coached and be able to grow as a player and see you was the best fit for him and you know, when we look at Cody's game and his rise, he was a late bloomer in high school. I think he was no. a little bit of a late bloomer to start the season, but he's never been one of those players, you know, like at McDonald's All-American game or Nike Hoop Summit, where he's putting up these ridiculous numbers because he's a system guy. And he loves to just immerse himself into a system, into a team, learn his part, and then be better than everybody else at it. And that's what we're seeing as uh, league play started in the Pac-12.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. And I feel like that tells me a lot about Cody Williams right there. Because so many kids, I feel like in his situation would have been just like, I'm going to Arizona or I'm going to, you know, UCLA, I'm going to Kentucky, one of those big schools. The fact that he looked at Colorado and said, like, that's a place I can learn and grow and like actually learn how to play the game the right way. Like you were I feel like that tells me a lot about him.
2: Yeah, he's a great kid. I mean, his brother is fantastic. I remember the night before the draft um, when Jalen was being drafted, I went to interview Chet and Paolo and Jalen was just like hanging out at this barbershop. It was, they, they had like a set there. So I'm talking to Jalen. I was like, Jalen, you ready for tomorrow? And he's just like, yeah. I'm like, are you nervous? And he goes, no, I'm just trying to check my grades from finals. Like I got to make sure that I, that I, that I, that I, I pass this one. And I'm like, what's wrong with you're going to be an NBA player tomorrow. Like, why are you worried about finals grades? You know, but these uh, both, both boys are just so smart. You know, they come from a great family, great parents. And when NBA teams start to do their Intel and background and and everything, like if you look at what, how productive Jalen has been, how coachable he's been uh, at OKC and you see little brother coming up, of course, someone's going to take a look at him at number one. I mean, to me, it's it's either going to be him, Alex Saar. I think Nikola Topic could get a look, depending on the teams that where they fall in the draft lottery. Um, yeah. But this, this draft is so wide open. There isn't a clear-cut number one consensus overall pick. So five months before the draft, Cody Williams, you're number one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> definitely, definitely, yeah. I don't think a bad uh... – final exam and communications was going to take Jalen Williams off the uh, Oklahoma city draft board. I, I, <laughs> I don't, don't think, I don't so think that was going to cost him. Um, I, I definitely want to get to your mock in a little bit though. I do feel like the way you describe Cody Williams is in a way very similar to a lot of the other best players that have come through CU in the tad Boyle era because CU specialty, I feel like over the last 10 years, Based on all the good players they found, is these diamond in the roughs kind of late bloomer guys who have like really interesting positional size and skill, but they just don't feel like your traditional players. And I'm thinking about the Alec Burkses of the world, the Spencer Dinwiddies of the world, the Andre Robertsons of the world. And I know Cody was, was a five star, I mean, very highly regarded, but the uniqueness of him and the fact that you call him a late bloomer kind of reminded me of those other guys too. And he kind of fits what Tad Boyle's always liked.
2: Yeah. And I mean, Tad Boyle had to be, you know, I, I want to say that Cody is hit the highest recruit that Tad Boyle has ever landed. I'm pretty yeah, sure. That's I, th- I correct. think
0: that's correct. Yeah. yeah.
2: And you know, for him to not even entertain other schools that were trying to come in late and just say, no, coach, I'm committed to you, I'm committed to you. And then you see him on the floor. Like, I think if it was up to Cody, he would play all four years at CU. This isn't Mm. a guy that's, like, chasing money or chasing the fame of being in the NBA. He just loves basketball. And you put him at the wing position, he's so versatile. He can guard one through four. And so to have a guy like that come in as a freshman and be an instant impact in a more veteran team is really – for NBA teams that are possibly going to pick towards the top of the draft. And, um, I mean, I think it's encouraging in terms of like, because he was a late bloomer, he doesn't know his ceiling yet.
0: Mm. What kind of kid is he off the court? You, You kind of spoke about this a little, but he seems like somebody who's about all the right things and not a guy who's, you know, caught up in the limelight, uh, like, if an NBA team gets this guy, what, what kind of kid are they getting?
2: I mean, stand-up, stand-up kid, him and his brother both. Like I said, he can't, he comes from a great family. He's a, a good teammate. Like him and Koa Pete, who's one of the top players in the junior class right now, won, I think, back-to-back state titles at Perry High School. You know, mm-hmm. so he's someone that makes players around him better. But off the court, great teammate, no locker room issues. Um, he's very smart. Uh, and that I've ever had a chance to cover.
0: Gotcha. So we're, um, approaching March of the college season. He's had a solid season so far, 15 points per game, four rebounds, two and a half assists around one steal around one block as well. Um, has he exceeded your expectations? Has he been about what you thought he was going to be? What have you just thought of his season so far?
2: I, I think, you know, like what I mentioned, how he had a slow start and that's, I expected that, but now that he's settled into the system, he's kind of adjusted to the pace of the college game and let the game come to him. He's not forcing anything. Right. And so we're seeing these like little glimpses of like, whoa, I didn't, I didn't know he could do that. Like one step off the, off the dribble, you know, to to a poster dunk, like yeah, that little things like that that I wasn't seeing in high school and you're seeing his game has has really been encouraging. and um, yeah, I mean, I, I would say he's he's he hasn't exceeded my expectations, but there's definitely players that were five star caliber who are definitely not meeting my expectations from this season,
0: right. W- when I've watched him this year, it's so it's so obvious when you like turn on a college game and you see a guy who just looks different than everybody else in terms of how he moves, in terms of how he just sees the floor and sees the game. And that's so obvious to me when I'm watching Cody Williams. You you can turn on a CU game and within 2 minutes you're like, "Oh yeah. There's the first round pick. He just moves different, his athleticism you's playing him at point guard a lot, especially late in games. I mean, they have a pretty veteran roster, but it's obvious like how much trust that coaching staff has with him already. The eye test with him, he passes it with, with flying colors. He just looks like an NBA player every time I, I've turned on the film of him.
2: Yeah. There's nothing more that NBA scouts love than youth versatility and length and Cody has all three. Yeah. And so when you're looking at the top of the draft, I mean, yeah, there's you've got Alex Star, the 7 foot 1 versatile center, you know, if you want to go that route, but if you're looking for a better defending Jaden McDaniels, I pretty sure like that's who Cody Williams
0: is. He's I mean, that's my NBA comp for him. I feel like it's yeah. an easy one, but it's just obvious and I feel like that's almost kind of his floor, a little bit. Jaden, like he's going to be a great defender. Similar size, six eight, six nine. Smart, high IQ. Um, I was going to ask you for your NBA comp for him, but it, it it seems like it is McDaniel's.
2: Yeah, I mean that's the one I keep hearing from scouts around the league. I like you said, you'd watch him in a couple games, and and that's just who he reminds everyone yeah. of
0: does he just scream like all defense type of upside and like defense is going to be how he makes like a lot of his money and makes a big career for himself on that end of the floor.
2: I think defense is what will get him early minutes in the NBA, but um, I, I, I oh, that's, it's going to start coming around the older he gets, the stronger he gets, you know, kind of the similar to his brother. You know, mm-hmm. his brother earned minutes early on, you know, locking up all of the all of the big time NBA players like LeBron and, and Katie and, and uh, early on. And so I, I see Cody kind of having a similar path.
0: All right. We'll get back to that conversation with Kristen in one second at DraftKings Sportsbook right now. The NBA season is in full swing. And when I can't get enough of the action on the court, I like to spice things up betting with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official partner. Of the NBA. Right now, new customers can bet $5 and get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Nuggets, Blazers tonight, Friday night at Ball Arena. Obviously, the Nuggets money line is insane. Um, but I take the spread as well. I think the Nuggets might blow out this Portland team tonight um, just based off talent alone and the fact that Denver's at home. They. Don't usually lose at home, as we know. So I'm taking Denver tonight, even with the spread. Make sure to download the DraftKings Sportsbook app with code DNVR. New customers can bet just 5 bucks on the NBA. Get $200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code DNVR. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877 8 hope Y or text hope and Y to 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problems with gambling. Call 888 789 777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bits expire 168 hours after assurance. See slash basketball for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources. How big of a fan were you of his brother when he was coming out? Because I remember he was a guy and again, like I'm paying attention to college and you know, the top prospects probably from March through the NBA draft. So I'm, I'm scouting like an amateur here, but I remember him as, you know, Santa Clara, everybody liked him. And then, you know, once we got close for the draft, he was like shooting up draft boards.
2: Yeah, and this happens every year at the NBA draft combine. Jalen came in and just it that's was right. clear as yeah. day, especially when once the five on five started, that uh, he was shooting up draft boards and was going to earn himself a lot of money. That was after day one. And usually, what happens at the NBA draft combine is if you play well enough the first day, then your agent or whoever says, "Okay, shut it down. You don't have to play another minute." Like there's going to be a team in those first 14 spots that are that's going to take you but Jalen played the second day. And so after the game, I said, Jalen, was there talk of shutting it down? Like, were you were you planning on shutting it down? He said, no, I came to Chicago to play. Why wouldn't I play both day, like both days? And, and he said, well, was there a conversation? He said, yeah, but it was two seconds. I said, no, I'm playing. So having that sort of mentality and just saying like, okay, I'm not gonna play it safe. I hate it when guys sit out, I hate it yeah. so much. And instead he's just like, no, I'm here to compete. I'm here to show all these NBA scouts that I can perform at a high level. I'm not just some mid-major production player. Like I can, I can compete at the highest level. And he did.
0: And I'm sure if you're an NBA team, you'd love to hear that too. And I'm sure yes. as an NBA team, you, you hate to hear when a guy has one good game and he's like, all right, I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. I, I remember when the nuggets drafted Bones Highland a couple of years ago one thing they loved was that he went to the combine and absolutely balled out like i I remember tim conley telling us that like we we loved just how he competed in in that environment so i i feel like that is a huge thing for nba teams absolutely um we all
2: walk in we all walk in that that and we're just like all right who's gonna make themselves millions of dollars today because there's always one or two players that just completely like just shoot up draft boards just from the draft combine scrimmages. I love seeing it.
0: Yeah. So you've got him number 1 in your mock, Cody Williams right now. You're the only one I've seen who's had him number 1 in their mock. What was the deciding factor uh in your mind that made you want to put him number 1?
2: I would say this. I mean, every you're seeing Alex Sar's name a lot. Um, he's probably like the most consistent one. I think, like I said, I think either Nikola Topic or Zachary Richachet, the six, eight shooting, um, wing out of France, another French mm-hmm. Alex, Sar and, and Zachary are both French. There's by the way, there is going to be maybe five French players taken in the first round this year, which is insane the amount wow. of talent coming out of france is crazy and if i'm a spurs i draft every single one of them <laughs> it doesn't matter
0: <laughs> well doesn't didn't, matter where didn't you fall. <laughs> one of the guys played with when like growing up
2: so uh jeremy sohan who uh is currently on the jazz or not the jazz the spurs, spurs yeah um yeah they they grew up playing one another and so it was like the stars aligning when when uh san antonio had the number one pick but uh so uh wimby shares the same agent with uh tijon salon who's a projected lottery pick and then also melvin i can't think of his last name another french player who's a projected first rounder um and so they all know each other they're very familiar but uh yeah it's 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 gonna be it's gonna be fun to watch i think i'm gonna write about it eventually my my editor's like calm down it's the it's january february no one no one's gonna <laughs> care about you know the wimby wave of talent coming up until closer to the draft
0: the Wemby wave that's good you should you should yeah. trademark that um yeah.
2: that's gonna be the hook
0: <laughs> yeah that's good um but but cody williams like number one what why'd you put him number one like why do you feel like he's the best prospect in this draft
2: I would say his upside his versatility and the fact that you know defensively he's gonna see minutes right away he shoots the ball fine detroit or or washington getting that first pick they need someone with versatility they don't necessarily need a center they don't necessarily need only jacoby walter who's i think the best shooting guard and the top five top ten Like you, you bring in somebody with versatility, someone that can be plug and played in, in different positions and offensively. I don't think Detroit is horrible, horrible. They're losing a lot of games, but if you can have someone that can turn defense into easy offense in transition, then that's at least a step in the right direction.
0: Yeah. Detroit, Washington. I'm, who has the number three pick? San Antonio. The Spurs probably. the Spurs. Cody Williams with Victor Wembanyama would be crazy. But they'll probably take one of the French. They need a guys. point guard. They
2: they yeah. they need they need San Antonio needs either Nikola Topic or Rob Dillingham, who's the point guard at a, at Kentucky, Kentucky this year. Yeah. yeah. Cause they need someone to get Wimby the ball. Way more often.
0: Why do you think, um, why do you think the top players in this draft other than Cody Williams are all not American? What's your take on that? It's
2: just, it's, it's just that type of year and that type of draft class. I mean, we talked about this offline before we jumped on, but I would much rather have a late first round, early second round pick than anything in the top five, because you don't know what you're getting. I mean, somebody has to be picked. There's going to be, there are going to be players in this draft that have long NBA careers, but nobody knows where they're going to end up. Like the 58th pick of the draft could end up being an all-star. And we have no idea. And, and the thing is with this draft was so much, just, room and uncertainty, like nothing is really like falling into line yet. Usually by this time, we at least know who's going to go number one. And that's not, yeah. that's not the case, but the international players are just producing at just such a high rate. And with Alex Sar specifically, I mean him and Topic are out with minor injuries right now, but when Alex Sar came over, he's playing for the Perth wildcats. When they came over to play the G league ignite, there was one play just one where he blocked Ron Holland, stared him down, ran down the other way and hit a transition three. And there was a scout sitting next to me and he's like, I've seen all I need to see. He's a top five. He's a top five player. I'm like, it's from one play, but (laughs) I went over, I went over and saw Alex in Australia, um, in November and, and he's playing, um, very consistent uh, over there against grown men, against some players Mm -hmm. that are, you know, in their thirties and at 18 and 19, he's finding ways to be productive.
0: So as part of the reason why you've got Cody Williams at one is because a, you know what you're getting from him, you know, he's going to be a great defender. You know, he's got the size, the athleticism, the IQ, and his floor might be a little bit higher than some of these other guys because a lot of international guys, but like you said, a guy like Sar, he's playing against you know professionals, so maybe his floor is a little bit higher. But it seems like with Cody Williams, teams might know what they're getting a little more than with some of these other guys.
2: Yeah, and I mean, anytime... It's so funny because like, I'm going to talk out of both sides of my mouth here because you see you know, NBA teams that value one-and-done prospects because they can bring them in at 18, 19, 19 or 20, and implement their system get them with their nutritionists, just kind of immerse them in in whatever culture that they have for that team but yeah. on the flip side you have someone like jaime jaquez in miami and you know eric spolster is telling me oh we valued that he was a four-year player that he he got better each and every year but jaime is 22 23 as opposed to 19. Right. You know, so it's, it's so interesting, but I think especially towards the top of the draft, uh, the one and dones are valued because of that, because they're going to get more years out of them
0: yeah, than, absolutely. than someone like Jaime. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny, though. I had a GM tell me that he'll never take a one and done prospect in the draft because he doesn't feel like they have the same level of work ethic and like the same hunger that some three and four year guys may have. And, and of course, like case by case basis, that, that doesn't speak for everyone and do prospect. But I I feel like obviously, depending on where you pick, th- there is a lot of value in, you know, the, the more experienced guys and like the guys who really have had to work for what they've gotten yeah. in a way. Um, I know. Yeah.
2: I think I I think I mocked Dylan Jones, who's at Weaver State four-year player um going to Denver. You know, what do you guys have the 26th pick? I think. And I love I love Dylan Jones. 6-6, bigger bigger guard, but like you said, that four-year player, he he uh what is it? And he's he broke mm. the record at Weaver State for steals. He's second in assists. He's going to break that. He's not going to catch Dame for points, but this guy is like a walking triple double every night at Weaver State.
0: <laughs> that seems like a Calvin Booth guy. That seems like yes. J- Jalen Pickett, but uh, at Weaver State.
2: exactly. Yeah. yeah. I know I because uh my brother is a massive Denver Nuggets fan. And so when i when I mocked uh Dylan to the Nuggets, Adam's like, is this happening? This would be
1: amazing.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you're looking for a guy, the nuggets are going to take, I would look at three and four year guys who can do a little bit of everything. Cause that's been who they've drafted the last couple of years under Calvin. Baird, right. So when, um, when you're watching Cody Williams over the rest of the season, what do you think NBA scouts still want to see from him, uh, throughout the rest of his time, at cu
2: so the biggest thing for cody i think and and what nba guys they're going to be watching and what i'll be watching is this is his shot creation off the dribble Mm -hmm. and you know he's got the length but it's creating that separation um consistently shooting off the dribble that's a big thing like you can be you know and and still get attention from nba scouts but if you are a two-way player that can uh, create off the dribble and also get to your spots with ease that's something that you know we talk about his defense but that's something that'll make him kind of like the the two-way threat as a player offensively and defensively so that's yeah. what I'll be watching specifically tomorrow when they come to Utah
0: well that's also something that could separate him from uh Jane McDaniels you know his his yes. most likely comp because McDaniels he's all defense right now. And like, he's had a kind of disappointing offensive season. So that's, you know, that's something that could help him surpass that, that comp for sure. Yes. Um. Hey, thanks so much for joining me. Uh, that was, that was awesome. A lot of insight on Cody Williams. Uh, Thank you so much, Kristen.
2: Thanks for having me anytime.
0: Guys, if you need tickets to concert shows, sporting events, you got to go with Game Time. They got these great last-minute tickets, lowest prices as well. Right now, you can go to Nuggets Blazers for thirty-five bucks. That's the cheapest I'm seeing on Game Time. That's upper level though. Let me look at lower level here. Lower level Nuggets Blazers on Game Time right now, fifty bucks. Not bad. Uh, you can see Nicole Jokic for fifty bucks. Concert shows, sporting events, whatever you need, check out the Game Time app. Download the Game Time app. If you're a new user, create an account. Use code DNVR for 20 bucks off your first purchase. So you could sit lower level for 30 bucks as of right now. Download the game time app, create an account, use code DNVR for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Download the Game Time app today. Last minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. Also, shout out to Breckenridge Brewery, the official beer of DNVR, and the beer of the month for the month of February, the Avalanche Ale, fitting uh, with the abs playing so well. They're in the all-star break right now, but uh, they'll be out of it next week, and they're looking like they can win another Stanley Cup. Enjoy some Avalanche Ale this month. You can get it here at the DNVR Bar, corner Colfax and York. Uh, You can get it wherever they sell Breckenridge Brew. If you don't know where to get Breck Brew, check out their beer locator online, breckbrew.com. Just type in your zip code, shows you exactly where to get Breck Brew. Uh, If you're local and at the DNVR bar, you can try out some of our other favorites as well. The Mile High City, the Broncos Country Pale Ale, the Fun Slinger, Good Company Hard Seltzers as well. Uh, But if you're not local, check out their beer locator, breckbrew.com. All right. Thanks to Kristen for coming on. You can follow her on a Twitter at Kristen Peek. K r y s t e n P e e k. Check out her mock draft. She's got Cody Williams number one on Yahoo Sports. She's a great resource for you know all things basketball, especially the college scene. That's going to do it for this week's the Denver Sports Podcast. Thanks for listening. If you're watching on YouTube, click that thumbs up button. Would really appreciate it if you're listening to this as a podcast. Leave me a review, and we'll be back with another guest next week. Talk to you then. We all